Hello you guys, welcome back to the expansion of the Kingdom Ministries. I just want to say first off, I'm so sorry my dog is snoring in the background very peacefully and I don't want to wake him up. Um, so I'm, I'm sure that my voice will overpower his snore, I hope so. I do have a very quiet voice, so let me speak up actually. But um, I just wanted to talk about practicing experiencing the presence of God. Practicing the presence of God. Practice experiencing the presence of God. Practice the experience of prayer and the development of prayer. And I just want to put that out there that a lot of people, even I thought this when I first um, started my journey out with God, I felt like I would always you know, speak to God and, and I would say, God, like, I wish that I could hear from you like this lady does or like this person does. And um, I had even been in prophesying churches and I was like, God, like, they can hear so clearly from you and they can know things about me that only you would know like they could speak to me in a season that I was going through that only God would know and so I felt discouraged and I was I took the prophesying class but in my mind I was discouraged and I was so just kind of stumped on could I ever talk to God that way? Like, I really just hoped and wished that I could, and prayed, of course, me talking to God is praying, but that I could hear from Him like they could. And as I've been walking out my journey with God, um, and just, of course, I will never claim to be perfect, um, I'm human and I need God like every sinner needs a savior like I would be nothing if I didn't need God because I would be in denial and I would be in the dark and I would be in the world but I recognize that I am imperfect and that I am flawed and that I need God and so my journey has hasn't been this picture perfect journey with God I've had times where I've gotten off course gotten distracted knew that I wasn't supposed to be doing this and knew that if I continue to do this in my spirit I knew more so I would say because I'm all about being spirit led Um, the Holy Spirit will literally lead you like there's some things that you do not comprehend why you're doing this it's because the spirit is literally leading you but I would um I kind of got off course with what I was saying but I would just say you know I have struggled and so um but it's all about your journey with God and um when I've been on my journey with the Lord um I've learned that um you know God he has favor on people he has favor on people but he looks at us all the same all equal none is special than the other and there is a certain 
um, what's the word? There's a certain criteria. No, I don't. It's a certain given right that God automatically has for someone. Like when you go to a hotel, you're automatically going to have a bed. You're automatically going to have an AC unit um, and heating. You're automatically going to have a bathroom, a toilet. And so the same thing comes with God. Um, He speaks to all of his children. And we can clearly hear from him once we tune hone in, tune into the presence of God, really push and and seek God, push through our flesh, push through um, the feeling of not wanting to do it, but knowing that you need to do it. And once you really start to push through, you can, you can position yourself to where you are hearing from God. And even people who walk with God, and are faithful to God, they go through seasons where they can't hear from God. And that's because that's the season that God is um, like a teacher and we are a student. In class, the teacher is constantly talking when they are teaching a lesson to the students. But when it's test time, my God, my God, when it's test time, The teacher is quiet, quiet. And when you go to ask questions, a really good teacher will give you the answer without giving you the answer. It's a, it's a, you would still have to think about it, but there's nothing more that they give and they're silent and Um, that's the same way that God is with us in certain seasons of our life. Um, um, as well as when not just to be teaching you something so that you can apply what you learned in the last season or the last lesson in your life, but to get us to draw in closer to him. Sometimes, um, we take for granted God and, um, when we go off and do our things and put him on the back burner and then we come to him and we're like, God, why am I not hearing from you? Um, that's not the case. It's really like a test again, but it's a different type of test. Like, do you really want to hear from me? Do you really want this relationship from me? And so, um, The same thing is like with we tend to look at God and we're just like, oh, my gosh, like, God, give me a sign. Like and we expect to see 30,000 butterflies fly in our face. We expect to see, you know, um, a sign in the sky that literally is spelled out in clouds like we especially unbelievers. They're like, okay, well, is God is real. He's going to show me a sign and I expect something magical. And that is not the case with God. Now, he is a God of miracles, but the God that I know is we have to get out of this I um unrealistic idea and theology that um God is just like some some guy and some magic genie that we don't 
the life that we live doesn't represent God's character and who he is. And not the bad. I'm talking about like everyday situations. Like you have to communicate with your mother. You have to communicate with your father. You have to communicate. These are just examples with your teacher. You have to communicate with your coworkers, your boss. You have to communicate with your doctor. And we constantly learn that on a basic level, we have to communicate. On a deeper level with whoever is your loved ones, maybe it's your daughter, maybe it's your mother, maybe it's your father, maybe it's your brother, maybe it's your sister, maybe it's your cousin, the people that you are close with, you have, you learn that you have to actually try with them. Like, if you really care about your partner, you can't just say, well, forget you. We're not going to deal with this because you, you experienced. And so now you see that those things lead to a bigger problem, um, to stress relationships, damage relationships, untrustworthy relationships, um, tense and on the, on your toes type of relationships. And so once you realize that, you're like, okay, I really have to um, communicate with this person. Once you realize how this type of person, what their standards are, and you don't want to lose them, you're willing to meet up to their standards that they're requiring. Like, you're willing to go and be and become that person and try your best to meet the standards of what this person does because you understand that this person respects themselves. They're high. Um, not high like is in you're idolizing them, but they have integrity and there's a certain presence about them that you respect. And people like that, those are people who know their worth and they, they've been through. They're intelligently, um, <laughs> they're intelligently smart and they're wise, and they know what they're not going to tolerate. Even if they love someone, if this person is putting their hands on them, cheating on them, lying to them, deceiving them, stealing from them, etc., etc., they will not tolerate that, and it's bye-bye. And so when you date or, or encounter someone like this, when all you've been used to is people who have low standards, then you start to position yourself and you know, okay, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to maintain this and meet and meet the standards because honestly, their standards are not stuck up, not unrealistic. Um, you know, it's not something that's crazy. It's literally like everything that I desire. Like I desire to be respected. So I don't, I will not tolerate someone yelling at me, calling me out my name. I will not tolerate someone putting their hands on me when they're angry. I will not tolerate someone that cheats on me and lies to me and deceives me and damages me. I will not receive that. And so you're willing to meet this person's criteria, right? That's the same thing with God. We have to communicate with him 
just how we have to communicate with the ones that we love. We have to meet a certain standard because we do not want to lose that person. And God is saying, wake up, people. I'm not some magic genie. I'm not, you know, some fairy tale. Every experience that you've had in your life is what I'm teaching you and I'm showing you how my character is, what I require, who I am. He is I am. He is he is the I am. And and God is love. And so when you love someone, you are willing to sacrifice, be obedient, serve, respect, honor, love, cherish. Come on, like if you've ever experienced true love, it does not have to be with a a um romantic partner, a an um, you know, that type of relationship. It can literally be a friend. It can literally be, you know, a mother, a father, a grandfather, an aunt, an uncle, a brother, a sister, a cousin, like it can be anyone. And so God says, now that the, I don't know who this is for, but now that this, this clay is removed from your eyes, now you can see that I am someone who you can be real with like you don't have to disguise yourself for God like you don't have to come to God in a certain way or think that you know um it's just I don't even know God what am I trying to I it's if you could if you could see it how I feel it oh my god but it's just like it's just, it's been so hard for you. Like, you just feel like other people can hear from God more than you. And other people can have a better relationship with God than you. And you're just not gifted enough. You're just not special enough. But God is saying to you that you, I made you in my image. I made you in my image. We're talking about the God who created the whole world, the galaxy, the planets, the stars, the ocean that comes to a point of land. It does not go off that unless there's, you know, a hurricane or storm. The God who creates sunsets and and feeds the birds who go from here and there. The God who created the most beautiful plants that you've ever seen. The God, the God, the God that created every single thing. The the um, architect, the structure, the building of these these buildings that you see. He placed that in the ma- in the mind of man. God is a healer. He created medicine and and herbs that will heal us and and give us our nutrients and everything that we need the god made you in his image and so you have a certain right and a certain authority um and a certain privilege to be able to come to god and hear from him in prayer and so i just wanted everyone who is under the sound of my voice that 
this message is meant for to know that God is like a normal relationship. So you can express when you are upset. Like you can express when you don't want to do something. Like you can complain not all the time, but you know, when you first hear something, my God, like, I really do not want to do this, God. Like, are you kidding me right now? Why would I have to do this? But then you go to prayer and you say that. And then God, all of a sudden, after you say what you just said to God, you have this impression on your heart. And you're just like, you feel bad that you're complaining. You feel convicted to help this person even though you don't want to do it and so even though you just complained and you just spoke to God about how you feel he's able to communicate with you that my child I know you do not want to do this but this person needs help right now like this person is stuck I know it's three o'clock in the morning but Weirdly, you answered your phone and you woke up when you never, ever um, wake up to phone calls during the middle of the night. You sleep through everything. You're a hard sleeper. So, you know, no one is going to be able to come to them. Like, what if something happened and they called you and you answered and you were just like, yeah, I'll do it. And then you never came. So God will be able to just sit these impressions in your spirit and you feel it. And you know it and you know that God's speaking to you because you're in prayer with God. And then you're like, you know what? Okay, God, my bad that I was complaining. I'm going to get up. I'm going to go out and drive to this person and help them because I know that I have an extra tire for them. They don't have a tire. Where are they going to get a tire at three o'clock in the morning on the side of the road in a back road in the country? Like, so you have to just communicate with God and and speak to him and express to him. And, you know, that was just an example. But to just even take it deeper, like, God, like, I'm so angry that this person touched me and my family and everyone knew about it and they didn't do anything. Like, why would you let this happen to me? Like, you're supposed to love me. Like, why would you let this happen to me? Like, I really don't understand why would you let this happen to me? And God's saying, you need to let it go. You need to forgive that that person, those people, for yourself. I would never want that to happen to you. But things do happen to my people. And so you can clearly hear God speaking to you. And so you're like, okay, maybe it's not the first time you prayed and complained to God. Maybe it was the fifth, the sixth, the seventh time. But if you keep praying and you keep pressing in and you keep seeking God and you keep expressing yourself and you keep going and still pushing and building your relationship with God, even though everything around you is in chaos, in in emotion, an emotional wave inside of you is just stirring up. You're just so depressed that that happened to you and that your family wouldn't stick up for you 
Like, now it affects your sexual life. Like, now it affects your sexual orientation. Like, now it affects who you're attracted to. Like, now it affects how you love and if someone touches you, how you feel and how you see yourself. And now you're insecure. And now you feel dirty. And now this and now that. And so then you start to think, well, God let this happen to me. Like, he's supposed to protect me. So then you're pushing yourself away from God. And then you're questioning, is he even real? And so you're just pushing yourself even further away from God. But even someone who feels that way, because I'm here to tell you the truth, that people who love God, people who serve God, they feel that way. And so then they're just, like, pushing God away. And then over time... They're like, okay, like, God's calling me. You may not know that that's what's happening. You're thinking, why am I feeling this way? Um, I'm going to try to, you know, ask God why this happened. I'm going to try to, you know, ask God what, why did this happen and, and, and why did you allow this to happen to me? And so then you keep, you know, pressing and you keep seeking and then one day in God's perfect timing, maybe he answers you in that moment, but maybe one day it's in his own perfect timing and you can clearly see, okay, this little girl is coming to me and she's been touched and no one's sticking up for her. No one even believes her. I know how that feels. I'm going to help her. And then you think in that moment, oh my gosh, this is the reason why, one of the reasons why this happened. It's because I can now help someone else. And then you start to think, another reason why this happened is, I would have never even opened up a conversation with God. My life would have been going so good, I would have never seeked him the way that I seek to hear from him like this. I've never, you know, done and pushed through. And so everything works together for the good of those who love God. God says, Jesus said, later, you do not understand what I'm doing, but later you will. And so you just have to realize that it's okay to feel mad and angry at God and and not want to communicate because that's normal. What people don't realize is when they think that way, they think, okay, I'm done with God. But people like me who are rooted in Jesus Christ, we're here to shed the light and here to let you know that, no, you don't have to think perfect. You don't have to feel perfect. You don't have to come to God any other way than the way that you are right now. Because God is there for you. He's there for you. And he is, trust me, strong enough to deal with the way that you feel and the way that you want to talk to him and figure out why this happened and deal with your anger and frustration and, you know, pain and all of these things. God is like the hoarder cleanup people that come and they're professionals like that's the type of cleaning up that God does, like the type of 
chemical that literally kills 110% of the germs. Like, that's the type of, of God that we serve. And so he's willing to allow you to be yourself, allow you to be human, allow you to be perfectly, imperfectly you. And so you have to realize that when you seek God and you're and you build your prayer life with him and and you understand that you can hear from God like that you can come to God not only can you hear from God but you can come to God and you don't have to be anybody but yourself like how you talk to the one person that you can be open with a hundred percent authentically yourself there's nothing nothing that you feel you're totally open and free with them that's how you should talk to god like because that's your true authentic self when you don't have this guard up and you feel like you can let your guard down it allows you to be yourself and god wants you to be yourself he can only bless the real you the you that he created not who you pretend to be, not who you hold yourself back from. And and so um yeah, it's so important to build a consistent prayer life because this is building your relationship and your ability to hear from God and it strengthens your discernment. And when your discernment is strengthened, you have not only knowledge, but now you have wisdom and you are able to apply it and you are able to discern what is not of God and what is God, what is God's voice and what is not God's voice. You can clearly hear from God and you can go up to someone and say, hey, God told me that someone is sick in your family and he told me to tell you that they're going to be okay. That they are going to be healed. And that person breaks down crying and they're like, oh, my dad's sick, you know, like I needed to hear that. And you felt crazy and you felt like you didn't know what you knew. But you heard clearly from God because you positioned yourself. You authentically are yourself. You are building a relationship with God and he is able to speak to you. And there may be things that, like I said in the beginning, you don't even know what you're doing, but you're being spirit led. And so one day you just decide to make a topic like today, let's say I'm speaking about the, the power of prayer. And so I'm speaking about this and someone literally was struggling um, with being able to, how do I even pray? Like, what do I do? Like, do I need to get on my knees? Do I need to bow down on an altar? Like, no, you literally just need to come as you are. Like, literally, you could be doing the dishes. You could be on the toilet. You could be literally anywhere driving in your car and be in prayer with God. And so I didn't, you know, specifically know that this was for someone. Say I didn't. And I just felt like, okay, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, you know, preach this word that felt really good to me like I didn't know who I was that I was gonna help someone like as exact 
in my mind like I didn't know that I was going to help someone who literally was struggling and like was going to quit their relationship with God until they heard this because it was describing exactly how they felt like I didn't know that God was going to speak like that to you so specifically like I just felt like okay let me get on here and if it helps someone then it helps like God is able to speak to people and speak to you to prophesy over people to speak life over people and um you're not someone who can do that is not more special than you they're not more um they're not better than you they're not they don't have like this special bond with god that you can't get because if you seek his face and you come to him authentically, then you will be able to hear from God. And this is the whole this is the whole thing that made me even want to um get on here is of course the the subject of the power of prayer, but just like with anything, you have to practice. Like you have to practice how to write. You have to practice how to learn the ABCs. You have to practice how to ride a bike. You have to practice how to drive a car. You have to practice how to be an airplane engineer. You have to practice how to be a quarterback football star. You have to practice how to be um, a breakup, a breakdance dancer. Like you have to practice the things that you're aiming for and you're achieving and you want to achieve so if you want to achieve a good relationship from God where you hear from him if you want to achieve you know just God in general then you have to practice that God is just like how I was saying he's like the the person that you can be your your, your um yourself around he's like the people that you have to work on a relationship because you love like he is just god and he takes practice too his relationship takes practice too prayer takes practice too like you actually have to practice how to pray you have to be consistent in praying you have to be consistent in seeking god you have to practice these things to be able to ride that bike, to be able to understand and hear the voice and discern the voice of God. Like, you have to practice to build a deep relationship with God. Like, practice makes perfect. And practice is something that we think, okay, we don't really think like, okay, I would need practice with prayer. Like, or I would need practice with people just think okay I can't hear from God like how they can they're special they have a gift they're better than me I can't hear like I want to do that but I can't like I can't braid hair but and I've tried like I've tried but did you practice like I tried to work out but did you practice actually working out consistently like you just tried it but did you practice it and God is practice. Prayer is practice. So um, I definitely feel like I said all I need to say. And I'm so sorry if I was like, if you felt like I was yelling at you. But I just feel this so strongly and passionately. And I'm not yelling at you. I'm just, you know, er, trying to get this out. And um, because I've struggled with this. And I just want to help the person that is struggling with this. And I just want to, like, 
unveil the covers over the eyes like so that you can see that this is a realistic thing like this is not some out of reach like fairy tale type thing like god like he is literally realistic like if you give him a chance and you seek him and you pray to him and you read his word and you practice um whatever god has put well whatever you feel in your heart that you should be doing then you will begin to see that God is literally speaking to you. God is in you. God is in your life. God has always been in your life. God will always love you. Like, God is always there. He's always speaking to you. He's always guiding you. And so you'll begin to see, like, this is like, even though I can't see God, like, that's the one thing that's not practical. Like, I can't physically see God. But, like, this is practical. Like, I'm experiencing God. Like, I'm hearing from God. Like, I practice prayer, and I practice spending time with God, and I practice living out the way that He wants me to live in His Word. And now I am literally hearing, witnessing, seeing, and experiencing God like I've never had before. And, like, the people that I wish I would have, I could have been like. I thought they were special. God has favor on people. See, in hotel rooms, the the basics is you're going to get a bed, you're going to get a bathroom, and you're going to get a shower. Some, people, some places don't even have AC if it's really ghetto. In some places where it's not illegal to not have an AC unit, like, you're going to get the bed, and you're going to get the bathroom, and you're going to get a shower and a toilet and a sink. Maybe a fridge. Like, and then there's people who, they have a deluxe automatic room service, um, a bathroom with a tub in the middle, with a stand-up shower, with the jacuzzi um, bubbles and, and the, the view of the city and everything like that. That's favor. Some people are favored. God does choose people who are, Jesus was favored. You say Jesus died on the cross. He got suffered. Like, how is he favored? Jesus rose, risen on the third day. He is alive. He is eternally alive. And he is on the throne with God in heaven. Like, Jesus is favored. He is literally the flesh of God. Like, God specifically chose the flesh of Jesus to come into the world, be born, to look like how he looks, to speak like how he spoke, to do his job, to live as many years as he did. Like, God chose that man to do that specific job, to come into him as the as God in the flesh. Like, Jesus is favored. Like, Mary was favored. Even though she had to see her son beaten crucified and felt like he never belonged to her as a mother you would think she's not favored she was favored she literally is the only woman that has ever conceived without having sex and then bore the son of man the messiah jesus christ 
who literally broke the bondage of death and the wrath of God on us, took on all of our sins. Like she's favored. Like David, like he literally had to fight Goliath. Like David was like barely even five foot. He was scrawny. He was little. He was a shepherd's boy. His own brother, you know, talked down on him when he wanted to fight Goliath. Like he was just average. Like, no. Oh, yeah. Well, once David did um, defeat Goliath, who was twice his size and a giant, um, he had, you know, his affairs and all of these types of. But David was favored. Because his, um, what he built was passed on to his, um, grandson. And so David was favored. Like, Noah was favored. Everyone laughed at him. He had to stay on a stinky little barn, uh, boat with all these animals. Like, it was probably hay up in there. He didn't know when the flood was going to end. Like, people, the whole world had just died. Like, you would think... He well, he was favored because he saved mankind. Like, and so we have to realize that people are favored. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, if God has a call on your life, he has a call on your life. But he doesn't love Noah more than he loves you. He doesn't love me more than he loves, you know, you. He doesn't love you more than he loves your your brother or your sister. He doesn't love Mary more than he he loves us all and he gives us the right to communicate with him in prayer and to hear from him and to live like Jesus. To live like God in the flesh. And so I'm just thankful that we are able to do that and we just need to take a second to realize like that is powerful like we can literally have and communicate with God at any second at any time in the day and we can also hear from him the God who has billions of people praying to him all at the same time that we're praying to him the God who is literally intervening in a stillborn death baby and a car crash and answering this person's prayer and sending the Holy Spirit on this like we have a God who does it all did it all made it all everything like we are so blessed that we're able to communicate with him in prayer and so we just need to practice that and we just need to keep practicing we just need to keep um you know, once you practice how to do a haircut, right? You practice how to haircut. Now you know how to haircut. Well, now you have to continuously inform yourself and gain knowledge on all of the other haircuts that you didn't learn, all of the new haircuts, all of the the trends that are coming out, all of the ways that you learned your own way to do things, you created something, like, we're continuously evolving, and that's how it is with God, like, we practice our prayer, we practice our relationship with God, and then we got it, we're riding that bike, but it's just about consistently doing that, and consistently, you know, pressing in, and leveling up, So I pray that this encouraged you, and if you thought of anyone, share it to them, and 
take this to God, you know. We're just talking about prayer, prayer life. Pray to him. Have a conversation with him. I pray that this is the start of a conversation with God and that you hear from him like never before, that he reveals things to you because you are seeking him and you are wanting to hear from him. And I just pray that your relationship deepens with him in the name of Jesus. I love you guys. Until next time.